0: It was funny because I was talking to—I was talking to my dad. He said somebody came up to him at work, and was like, "Oh, you gotta hear this new Kanye City," but uh, the gospel album. And I was, my dad was like, "You heard?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I said, "Man, you know what the problem is?" Speaking about Diddy, I said, "Man, I'm getting tired." I said, Kanye said he gotta keep serving God because he feel like if he stop, he won't be blessed. And I was like, "That's such the saddest way to start looking at religion, man." Like. So if I don't do this, you won't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gosh, man. Hey, I, you know, we should be recording,
1: right? Yeah. Because I I, I want to say that uh, that is stated in the good book that you know the law wasn't meant to bind you. The yeah. law was meant to free you. Absolutely. So the law is meant to... Uh, it's not meant to say what you can't do. It's, it's, it's to keep you from the consequences of your actions if Absolutely. you do. Right? This. It's a completely different way to look at something. And most individuals... Can't can't figure that out. Like it's always like, well, I can't do this because of religion, right?
0: Who that's retarded way to live life. That's it's so stupid, and it's all me and my dad was just like laughing. I'm like, that's so stupid. So, and now we got Diddy over here. You know, this guy slowing me down. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Bro, with, with a torn quad, bro. You 50, man. Like, bro, mm-hmm. chill out, man.
0: You good? Just chill out. Man. You <laughs> you're good? Um, welcome back to the. I was about to say my podcast. This is stir fry podcast, hey, our podcast, hey, man. This, this hey. is the, this is the
1: brotherhood podcast, but man. Mike pays the bill. Everybody we here. get, to brings us. Anybody we get to bring on here, <laughs> this is our podcast, this is you guys' podcast. Glad you're
0: here. Hey, it's gonna be fun. This time is for the money, my niggas. We about to do it. About to do it right. <laughs> I'm loud in the mic this episode because, yo, let me tell y'all something. Let me. We was talking about um, I had this girl hit me up. <laughs> this is gonna be funny. This is how. I'm, We were just talking about male toxic, toxic podcast, but I had this girl hit me up. She was talking about why she was single. And I told her, I said, probably because you don't hold no man accountable. And when you hold people accountable, you either make or break them. Yeah. So I say that to say, before Mike goes off on a tangent about (laughs) men and women holding each other accountable. Man, I'm getting (laughs) started. Um, Mike hit me up and he said, hey, man, good info. But your mic is fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And so, just to give y'all full transparency, I'm driving, so I see Mike Texas, and I go, nah, he probably just, his speakers ain't working right. So I'm sitting in the car, Shout out to us being on... Hand clap. Shout out to us being on Spotify. Oh, hey, all major platforms. Go listen to Business star Podcast. All major platforms. Spotify. Yeah. I shout shouted y'all out on two podcasts. <coughs> Bring me the money, please. We ready. Yay. Y'all got the algorithms to make us go places. I know, right? Send us a check. But I said, maybe it's Mike. So then I click over. I look up our podcast. It wasn't hard to find because I'm subscribed. So we need y'all to do that right now. And I was like, yo... Why I sound like that? <laughs> and I said, golly. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure from here on out that y'all can hear me, that I don't like to yell, but I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I guess I'll be thinking I'll be trying to be cool. You know what I'm saying? They can't see you, gal. They can't. They can't, you can't see it's you. You got to be good. cool. I ain't got to be cool. But welcome back to this podcast. We got an interesting topic. But before we even get started today.
1: Hey, I let me be- know this is the off season. This is the off. This is not season two. This is this, the off. Hey,
0: do not hit us up saying, "Yo, y'all starting off season two. Great, bad, indifferent. Yeah. We don't care. Stop. This is the off season. This is what we taking shots. We we gonna talk about some people today. That hey, it is what it is. We take man. shots in the off season. You know what I'm saying? If you pull a clip from here, if you gonna use this as clickbait, please make sure you direct them to our podcast. Word. Please tag us. Um, but this is the off season. This is off record. This is we actually letting y'all pick, and. If not, you need to go to Facebook right now. We're having a little poll to let you guys pick what should be this, what segment this should be called. So we're going to let y'all rock it out with that. Um, However, I got to ask Mike a question. Mike is, as y'all heard in the last episode, he's a business owner. We're going from entrepreneurs to business owners. (laughs) We had that debate there. Um, (laughs) But with that being said, what was your first entrepreneur gig as a coming up the very first one we don't need the one that works <laughs> no the first, one? first
1: first time I ever dived into entrepreneurship I had to be in second or third grade okay uh, Miss Price art class so my mom we grew up we grew up poor uh-huh. so my mom would always buy like candy like Like if it's Valentine's Day, everything is like eighty percent off like the next day. Yeah, my mom would always buy me like the suckers and stuff, and I don't know why my mom thought I'd eat all this candy. (laughs) Like I would not eat all this candy. I would actually take it to school and I'd sell it. Right, like I'd sell these suckers for like fifteen cents and twenty five cents, and I mean, I would really be crushing it, bro. Like (laughs) end of the day, I had like four dollars, man. I'm doing this like four or five days a week. You know, I'm, I'm paying for my lunch. I used to pay for my lunch so often that. Like, my parents would to pay for my lunch. (laughs) Because when I run out of candy, right? I ain't have no money. I'd be like, yo, I need lunch money. And then I'd be like, afraid to ask for lunch money. Because then they're going to be like, well, when the last time I paid for lunch? Right? Like, I don't really want to tell them I'm exploiting my my (laughs) classmates. So, I mean, I was just, I I was a child. I wasn't difficult. But, like, that's, like, my first memory of... You know buying and selling something, matter of fact, I'll tell you one story better than that. My mom bought these dumb dumb suckers, suckers. I don't even know if y'all remember though. <laughs> I was
0: not, man. Up. So it was this ba- it was,
1: it was bag of candy that was like busted open. So okay. like, my mom was notorious, like going to the, the store manager, man, like hey, this is damaged, you know, you need to discount it. Yeah, notorious. She probably still does. It. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> that's just my mom. She's a couponer, man. Bro. She was a couponer before coupon. Women man. of the
0: generation, they do that, yeah.
1: <laughs> so she bought me this bag, bruh. She might have paid 40, 50 cents for this bag. Yeah. And it was like 25 dumb, dumb circles in there, right? Uh huh. Man, I sold every one of those suckers for 25 cents. My mom literally paid 50 cents for that bag of suckers, bruh. And I probably made like $5 off of it. And at that point, I was like, you know what? This is me. Work for yourself. <laughs> Work for your fucking self, man. Hey. They are ripping motherfuckers off. Like, I, in the third grade, I realized that the world is about ripping people off, period. Mm. So. And that's how I felt until I got older and I realized it's not really ripping people off. It's, it's really about, you know, exploiting people's laziness. Hey, absolutely. Which is ripping people off. Which is, you, yeah. can, you can see it better,
0: though. My, um... <laughs> bro, I was in the sixth grade. No, excuse me. Ninth grade. And I was a late bloomer on this. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Because, mind y'all, I was cleaning business businesses. Uh, my parents had a janitorial business, so I... Child labor, you know. Shout out to my parents, man. Which I actually think my dad probably don't want nobody to know the story. I think we lost the gig because I think one of the owners showed up and saw me working, and I definitely <laughs> was like ten, and I was cleaning like dental equipment or something. Oh, like, yeah. And I think I just remember we lost the gig, and my dad would not say, but then my mom slipped up like how women do. Yeah. Like, yeah. They saw y'all. We told y'all to run and go yeah. sit down in the front, but y'all didn't make it. Yeah. You know, we used to have this whole thing like we show up to a business we're clean, and then if my mom would yell such and such, that means get somewhere, act like you would sleep, but in a common area. So yeah. The owner see you, they wouldn't say nothing, and we got caught one day. <laughs> and we lost that gig. So I was doing child labor at a very young age, but hey, um, hey, work man, we was going cruises. We used get- to win, man. You know what? Screw my story. You are correct. Let me tell you how my parents used to get me. We would work all year, and my mom, of course, we didn't get paid. We ten. What were we supposed to get paid? Hey, what, like, pay them what? Pay what? <laughs> we well, get paid at McDonald's. Hey man, and then we got McDonald's at the home. Hey, got McDonald's know, at. The everybody know that line. <laughs> so, with that being said, man, Mike brung up how it's about. My mom is a scam artist. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> so at the end of the year, it'd be like, hey y'all. Um, we're going on a cruise where y'all want to go. Yeah. We've decided to go here. It's like, okay, well, we lost that privilege. We don't get to pick where we're going, right? So we get on this cruise, and my mom was like selling me this dream of, hey, um, we at this cruise. This is y'all reward for working all year cleaning these businesses. <laughs> and then when I would get on these cruises, I was like, ask my mom, can I get a second helping? Can I get this? My mom was like, yeah, I guess, you know, she's scamming me, making me believe like, oh, no. uh, and it wasn't until I got older and we went on a cruise. And I, I remember telling myself, this is my last cruise till I have kids. Because I was just eight. I was like 17, 18. It was not fun no more. Um, And I just remember I asked the guy at the restaurant, I said, hey, yo, my man, can I get another lobster tail? He was like, you know, it's free. You can get whatever <laughs> you, get you, get want. As much you want. And I looked at my mom. I said, this been free the whole time. She was like, uh, yeah. She's like, we used to just tell y'all that so y'all wouldn't... So, the whole year, we was working hard. Yeah. One of these businesses, missing out on <laughs> high school games, missing out on events because, yo, we're going on a cruise at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, and, and, and you want to be able to get your lobster tail. Hey, man, and... <laughs> Mom, got you. Got me good, man. I love it. I um, love it. So, we got an interesting topic today. And go listen to our last... Uh, episode to hear what pop culture we was talking about. We was kind of going through um we was kind of going through Mace and Puffy. And then we looked up and we realized the dream uh so 75% of his
1: publishing. 75% of his publishing <laughs> man back in 2018 for $23 million. And we were discussing this uh, I think all, yeah even though this is off topic off season I think we were <laughs> discussing this off camera. And we were saying that you know like so a manager accounting, you know, I, I was saying that you know they tell you about the present time value of money versus future time value of money, mm-hmm. and in essence, the dream is correct by selling it for twenty three million now, okay, versus selling it for in the future, right? Like Break this, that down. This, this, so this is actually so in in, in in accounting they tell you that money is worth more today than it's going to be worth in the future, right? Absolutely. So so, so guess basically you're taking out all the insert all the uncertainty and mm-hmm. all the risk. Somebody's paying you right now. Now when you get that twenty three million. The thing is, the dream is supposed to be able to turn that $23 million (laughs) into more money than the company that bought his publishing. Absolutely. And one of the things that we were were discussing is that that never happens, right? Like The company that always wins is the company... That bought it for one dollar, and now it's worth two hundred million dollars, right? You know, it's like uh, what was the Clippers owner, they, they, Sterling? Yeah, he bought the Clippers for what fourteen million? Yeah, and sold them work. for thirty years later, for two and a half billion. Two and a half billion, and now it's it's it's, it's keep going up. Yeah, it, it keeps going up. So,
0: in essence,
1: you should hold. What a terrible yeah, owner, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, most most of them are. <laughs> but for some reason, we're we're, we're taught that because of the present value of money that you should sell. Uh, I think the dream. Uh, I, I I think he makes more money by holding on to it. Absolutely. And and, and I don't think the dream. I wouldn't imagine that the dream is needing twenty three million dollars of that cash bad. influx. Broke. Now yeah. he could needed that twenty three million dollars because he was putting it into some Uber real estate deal. In the middle of Atlanta, that's going to be worth ten times that. You know, True. twenty years from now, we don't know why he did it, but traditionally, you do want to own. We look. I quote the great philosopher all the time on this show. It is right <laughs> until on. you own your own, you can't be free. Mm. You gotta own it yourself. Now, the dream was able to collect twenty three million because yeah. he owned it, right? Yeah, that's something Mace can't do. Mace cannot do that. Well, Mace got twenty grand, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he cannot do that, but. Keeping that ownership uh, I was listening to um, Sheila Johnson being interviewed By someone on the Wall Street Journal I want uh-huh. to say uh, This interview happened last year The year before last And there, and she was talking about What she wanted for BET Like she wanted BET To basically be like a CNN Yeah um, But it was so I guess Carrier fees And like Trying to produce content Was so expensive that music videos was the cheapest thing. Yeah. So it kind of defaulted <laughs> <Yeah>. to, <laughs> to a music, you know, you know, videos. And that wasn't her intent. Yeah. You know, and it, and it is, it goes back to, can you tell your own stories? Do you own your own music? Do you own your own products? Do you own your own company? It's just always the most important thing. So uh, I, 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 the dream of selling it off a of 75% of the scale off of 25, 23 million, 30 million, whatever it was. Yeah uh, Bro, it's tough to think about it because you are yeah. just like Yeah But it is the dream lady, like, like the dude the dude does I mean he do write hits like in his sleep so maybe he's like the next twenty years of my life I'm gonna write way more hits than I wrote
0: the first twenty. He kind of did too. Yeah. Um Y'all hear y'all hear Y'all hear the, the ether because uh Elizabeth Warren got up there, man, apparently in some debate, and she saw Bloomberg. And yeah, she handled it. I got you. And this is what she, she probably me. was listening to. I can imagine you know, Pocahontas back there, our great Native American uh, Elizabeth Warren back there in the back Oh, 1%. Hey. Native American. I don't even think she's dead. But, Definitely uh, not. Hold on, let me stop. But <laughs> people who up here want to crucify us because they mad. You know. Oh yeah, fair use. Hey, fair they don't use. want Jay-Z to be all I up there. We God, trying to get him to me put us on title, Jay-Z. <laughs> we'll take it. Facts. But there was a presidential debate. And the debate was with, you know, those who left <laughs> in the Democratic Yeah. Party. And the DS, man. Bruh. And Bloomberg was up there.
1: Yeah.
0: What's up? Well, you, you watched the debate.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. I fell asleep on it. And then it I was woke up towards the end. It was, it was very boring, man. <laughs> uh, no. No one's giving any mandates. No one's talking about what they're doing. Everybody just want to attack, you know, mm. the billionaire, the dude that's worth sixty-six billion dollars. Like, Bro. I don't know why everybody wants that fight and that smoke. But that's that's where they went with it. Uh. Cause you got to live after this. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Right. You still got to run campaigns, guy. This guy doesn't need a job. no. no. <laughs> All y'all need a job. He's bored right now. This yeah. Is- yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 it was boring. Um, I mean, Elizabeth Warren. I, I thought she's been the best DNC candidate from day one. Uh, okay. I think I probably said that on the podcast. I think you definitely did. That, that she was the best candidate. So, you know, the fact that it's taken this long for her to come out, I mean, it's kind of the current state of politics. Mm. Um, How you feel about Bernie gaining steam, though? Yeah, I mean, Bernie, so just this is the thing about Bernie, man. Like, anytime you, if you have to run against celebrity, you're always going to lose. True. You're never going to, you're never going to win a uh, uh, facts versus celebrity you know showdown right Mm. so Bernie is the celebrity
0: you know
1: like everybody understands like it's like Bernie 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 (laughs) Bernie so you're not gonna beat Bernie off of him being a celebrity you you would actually have to attack Bernie Mm -hmm. but then the downside of attacking Bernie is that he has all these little minionites behind him Yeah, that if you attack Bernie it's like you're attacking them and you're like no like you know, again, you know, we talk about, you know, social media. So none of y'all will follow me on Facebook and none of y'all ever will. Like the moment this <laughs> podcast takes off, I'm probably deleting it. Probably yeah. probably breaking it down to hundred And we people. gotta get rid of my group chat. We gotta find yeah. a more secure way of <laughs> yeah, talking. <exactly>. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> but but one of the things that I that I always tell people, I'm like, I'm a I'm a pure capitalist. Like people think that I'm, I'm not a
0: capitalist. Oh, you got the smoke on your Facebook. Continue oh I man, find well, that. people I were upset. That. Man, no, I was man. like, Rank look, <laughs>
1: I'm a capitalist, man. Like, do not, do not think for one second that I'm not a capitalist. But t- w- the system that we are operating under right now is not capitalism. The reason why I say I'm a pure capitalist is because we all would compete on the same level, mm-hmm. and whoever's better comes out, comes out on top. All right, We don't live in that kind of society Now a society, a, a pure Capitalistic society means that Black people will be okay mm-hmm. Because we own our own music We yeah. own our own inventions We own our own media, we own our own Shows, we own our own music Our own publishing, our own books uh-huh. And if you own all of that and you're the best at it You're okay right? <laughs> like if the best basketball player in the world Is a black guy and it's a black league You're fine If the best football player is a black guy in a black league, you're fine. If the best music is coming from black, you're fine. But we're the best at all these, and we're not fine. That means that we're not living in a pure capitalistic society. So pure capitalism, for me, is the remedy to inequality. Okay. It doesn't create more inequality off of race. Now, it does create an inequality, well, the reason that I always mention pure capitalism is because in advanced capitalism, there is a space for a welfare state because what they understand is that even though people aren't pulling their weight, if you don't put wheels under them to pull them along, eventually that will stop your momentum. Right. True. French Revolution. Forgot about poor people. You definitely went there. It out. cost them their whole mon- monarchy. Mm-hmm. Right. So you got to understand that part of capitalism is taking care of people that can't keep up. That is a part of advanced capitalism. And this is the problem that I have with <laughs> Bernie Knights. You dummies still want to call it socialism. Right? That word doesn't test well. The same way if you call a black person colored, it don't
0: it don't
1: it don't test well. Stay away. I would say don't don't, don't do it. Is this we have found that this word tests poorly. Poorly. <laughs> so it's the same thing with socialism. That word test poorly only thing that you guys got to explain to them is hey we want to move into advanced capitalism and advanced capitalism gives space for warfare. but they know everything DNC yeah. fuck DNC fuck DNC fuck, DNC fuck DNC
0: shout out to Michael Bryant Khan all the people on his Facebook these gunshots is for you guys Mike and y'all was not scared. I really did laugh while I was reading this. I'm not smart enough to talk through all this stuff <laughs> on his Facebook, but it was great, man. Um, also Catherine, shout out to you too because you wasn't scared either.
1: Oh, she hey She she's, she's a Birdie fan.
0: Oh, I see her
1: paragraph. Yeah, here, yeah. She 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 want she want to get at me. She want to get at me for she real. She said Y'all need to
0: talk. Man. Yeah,
1: yeah. She, she was good. Yeah, she she going oh, to lose that argument.
0: Catherine, you are gonna get one single gunshot because I like what you did there. Yo, shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to her, man. I like yeah. you guys, man. Y'all did it right, man. So let's get here. Um, I was telling somebody today. It was actually in the group that I was talking about earlier. Shout out to the Black Business um, Own Network, which our first question about your first entrepreneur gig. But then also this topic came up. Um, I was in that group talking to a young lady who was talking about how Trump is going to get washed during the election. And I told her, I said, that sounds good. Yeah. I believe it when I see it. Exactly. And um she asked me why, and I I don't think she took as though I was a Trump um supporter, but I think she kinda got confused. And the reason I told her I believe when I see it is I said, um I haven't seen nobody give black people a reason to vote just yet. Um not like not to say, hey, they are making sure black people know that they need to come out and vote. And but for the reason why I'm saying that and I told her, I said, um, not even black people, I said I think my generation in a generation I think it's Z I don't know if they calling these little kids Man, I don't know what they call these but kids anymore that, even that generation because they are old enough to vote now some of them are I said a lot of people are losing faith in politics so my question to you is with people losing faith in politics should politicians be scared we know they run stuff they, we know that they control the future politicians and the government and of that nature but should they be scared that people aren't engaged anymore no. And and, okay. and and
1: this is this is why not. In America, we've never really had where people show up at the poll hundred percent, ninety percent, eighty percent. All right. True. Okay. And and we also like to tell a story as if this is the first time this shit has happened. True. All right. I and, and what made me realize this was nineteen sixty four election, right? Civil rights act. Sixty four,
0: yep. Sixty
1: four, right? And I always tell people this. Um, go. Only sixty percent of African Americans showed up in the polls in nineteen sixty four. If there was ever a time for ninety nine percent of people showing up to the poll, it would have yeah. been the, the, the yeah. passage of the, of the Civil Rights Act <laughs> in nineteen sixty four. This is this is the one time everybody should have showed up, and we and, I, and our best was eh, six out of ten. <laughs> that's our that's our best, right? Yeah. And 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 blacks are traditionally African Americans are more socially conscious and politically conscious than the rest of the nation. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, has, it has impacted us more than the rest of the nation. Absolutely. So if only six, six, ten out of us during the most important election of our whole history show up, why would I ever expect to ever get close to that number? Yeah. When people think they're okay. So no, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not offended. I don't take anything. I don't take it personally. I think people should vote. Yeah. Uh, I I get the apathy. Yeah, you know I, I get the in in um, in areas that are not really uh, affluent. I get yeah. how hard it is to vote because everybody gets off work at the same time and they only got two polling machines in some of these places. It's crazy. You yeah. know people are afraid to take their time off to go you know and yeah. vote because yeah even though it's protected well yeah it's protected but if you get fired two weeks from now. You're going to be out of your apartment in a month, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I you know, it, it'll take me a whole year and a half to try to get this settlement for you, you know, yeah. and that's if I can prove it. Absolutely. That's if I can prove that you that you violated my civil rights. So I get, you know, the time for that? yeah, exactly. Who has the time for that? Right. I'm literally a month away from losing my apartment. Yeah. So I get the voter apathy. I get why people, you know, everyone goes after work and then you're trying to get these votes in. Like, you know, whenever we're watching, you know, Florida, always right. Cause they got two polling booths in Liberty City, right on the corner,
0: you know, Florida's so stupid, and everybody's
1: trying to show up and vote during this time frame. Uh, since I've lived in Charlotte, I've lived in Ballantyne, uh, South Park, Myers Park. Mm-hmm. Those are the areas I've lived in, the Charlotte. Absolutely. So whenever I go and vote, I mean, I'm talking about, bro, like, I be expecting bottled water sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 that's that's how easy it is for me to vote. I don't get bottled water by the way. I don't want people to think that. But like, I mean, I walk in, literally, someone is almost shaking my hand and walking me yeah, to where I need to go and vote. It's easy. Yep. Other people don't have this kind of ease in voting. Everyone, this should, it should be this way for everybody. Yeah. You know, and obviously it's not for reasons that we are aware of. So, I get why people don't vote.
0: Man, I voted. What? I can't remember the elections we had. Oh, a couple months ago. Man, I went in there. Man, you would have thought I thought it wasn't supposed to be voting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the reason why is because um I walked in I'm like. Uh, the old people that help are a lot older this time. Yes. It was nobody there, nobody in the parking lot. And you know, um, it's very interesting, man. My question to you is, do you think anybody can beat Trump? Woo! <laughs> Woo. Come on, anybody. We Woo. got we got uh socialist Bernie, we oh, got shit, we got uh native Elizabeth, <sighs> we got racist Biden, look man we got Um, Mr. Bloom.
1: <laughs> For one, I don't think nobody in the DNC is going to beat Bernie Sanders. Um, and I think, the DNC, okay. I think the DNC is going to totally fuck themselves
0: by not giving him the nomination. Um, True. I, I don't think... Because they know... I think this is the part of... If we mess this up this time... This is the thing. I don't blame the DNC
1: for not giving Bernie the nomination. Uh uh-huh. huh. She's not a Democrat. It's the Democratic Party. They can give it whoever they want within their party. He is not a Democrat. Well, you know how that goes. He conquers with the Democrats. So I don't. I don't blame them for being like, nah, right. This time though, I think they're gonna have to give it to him. And I and I think I think this all boils down to who Bernie chooses as a running mate. Mm. Um, if he goes the John McCain route and picks um, a beautiful idiot. Yeah, I think he's not going to win. I think he's not going to beat Trump. Yeah. If he goes the route of um, Obama and choose someone strategically that could prevent you from being attacked, okay? I think that he can win the nomination. Now who that running mate should be, I don't know, but it's something Cory Booker, it, it, <laughs> it's something weird in the DNC though, to whereas the DNC does not have a viable candidate and yeah, the fact true. that governors are no longer running for the presidency this is mm. a weird this is a weird thing to be witnessing Absolutely. right now because traditionally governors have stepped up and said, said my turn my turn i am a'm I've ran my state I'm gonna come and run the country we're 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 in a we're in a period right now where Gary Newsom uh, uh Galvin Newsom whichever his name mm-hmm. is um, from California won't run for presidency yeah like what's what the hell is going on with that? I'm not saying he'd make a good president, but but the guy is charismatic. He's attractive. You know, women yeah. women fawn over this dude yeah. whenever one his ads hit Facebook and rolls out. <laughs> why isn't this man running for president? You know, of the state of California, it's one, one of the easiest states to become president
0: of this country. Over. You know, and I don't want to why I think I'm hating because it's Black History Month. Um, and this is my one of my favorite people in the world. I think Obama messed a lot of that up. Yeah, no, he uh, gave people these expectations. He broke the seal, and it was like the floodgates was just open. I, you know, I,
1: I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say too much about Obama on air. If anyone knows me and have a conversation with me, yeah, they they could get the Obama business. Everyone yeah. who knows me who listen right now knows um, how I exactly <laughs> feel about Obama. Uh huh. But I think he did. I think he did such a a good job comparatively speaking. Yeah. That. It, it it did set this this the ceiling yeah. that that we see as being unattainable anymore, right? Yeah. Anybody could be Ronald Reagan, you yeah. know, <laughs> right? Anybody could be George Bush, anybody could be Donald Trump. But I think when you look at Obama, I think that a lot of people, to your point, you know, was like, ah, I mean, that that guy has really set a bar of what it means to just be a man, right? Like bro, a, a husband, bro, mayor, a father,
0: Pete, mayor Pete. Yeah, didn't even have a big city that he was over. Yes, ran for the presidency. Like they really, tra- if you go look up, they trashing him on what he used to do back home. And of course, it's a small city, so yeah. you find about five people who say, "Hey, he's trash." It seems like a good bit of people, but the fact that you go from, "Oh, I'm a mayor," and mm-hmm. you and the last couple of folks that's running is mind blowing. Yeah, right? it is. It is. You have people jumping off the senate or off these boards and saying, "No, I'm running." Like. Yeah. I'm here, so it's it's definitely very very interesting versus what we used to see. A governor run, he would become president. Whoever is the vice president becomes the president the next year. Yeah, and exactly. And I, and, I, and I don't
1: mind, you know, Obama jumping the line and creating yeah. this, but but it has created this um, it's created this vacuum. It's it, it the DNC does seem like it, it is fractured from okay. the outside, right? Yeah. You know, so who who knows what's going on, on the inside? From the <laughs> outside, we're like. Damn, like the DNC there's no unity at all. Yeah. And it's hard to have unity. It's hard to win if you don't have unity, right? Yeah. Like like if, if if Shaq and Kobe not getting along they're not winning the titles, right? Yeah. You absolutely. know, when D Wade and LeBron were trying to figure out who was the man of the Heat, they did not win a the title. Absolutely. They made it. They didn't win a the title win. though. It wasn't it was it wasn't until D. Wade was like, Yo, brun this is your team, bro. Yeah. yeah you are gonna have to run it. Then they won, what, two titles? They won two titles. Yeah, they won two titles. So The DNC doesn't have that right now. They don't have who's in charge of the DNC. And I and again, I don't blame I don't blame the DNC for keeping Bernie at 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 arm's length. Yeah. You know, but this idea that this this idea that a a a Democrat and a progressive is the same thing, or a, a progressive and a socialist is the same thing, this is becoming problematic. Yeah. Because if it's one thing that the whole right seems to that they agree on. Is complicity, right? Yeah. <laughs> whether it's complicity <laughs> towards racism, yeah. whether it's complicity towards paying taxes, they all have decided that. Eh, don't
0: matter. <laughs> hey, no matter. This is what we're going
1: for. <laughs> yeah. This, this is what we go. We just want to
0: win, right? We just want to win. Yeah.
1: We don't care what you don't like. Like they, they, they have figured that out. Whereas Democrats, when they don't get along, they focus on what they don't like. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you, you don't want. You know to get rid of student loans Oh my god you don't want to help poor people Oh my god you don't want to give women the right to choose That becomes the issue Like this Absolutely. is what divides us Whereas on the right they're just like I mean I, I I could be You know for women rights to choose But if women can't choose I'm not going to stop myself from getting a 50% <laughs> tax break <laughs>
0: Hey man They be with it man yeah. So this comes to the final question Should the DNC be broken up
1: Yes the no, D okay. and, we'll and now, that. not only should the DNC be broken up. The Republican um, party should also be broken up. Okay, we we we're at a point where we do need four or five parties in this country. Uh-huh. I don't know how you get there without a parliamentary system though. I just don't like. We have a Congress. We don't have a parliament. We need a parliament because yeah. because you need the only way for a a democratic republic to work is whoever is weakest cannot be oppressed. That person has to have. Leverage mm. And in a parliament You have that In a de- democracy You do not Yeah And it, this is a system Of government That at some point At some point For the republic To, to actually last We're probably Going to have to I mean we're we'll probably to have to Figure this out Now this is a whole Another conversation Right This <laughs> way You know This is this is very a Very 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 Superficial Dive into it But yeah These parties Need to be breaking up Because, because If I'm being 100% honest Like I'm, I'm unaffiliated uh, I I'm mostly vote Left, though. Like I'm being 100% transparent. The few times, and the few times I haven't voted left, like the for the people I did vote for on the right, I I regret it. It they, it wasn't even six months before yeah. they did something. I was just like, ah, I wish I didn't vote for that person. Yeah. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> but I'm open to it, right? So that means that you know you have people that are in the middle, which I think is the bulk of Americans, because we're not on social media complaining. I mean, my Facebook is lit, but you know, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> we're not on social media complaining we're not out here you know anti anybody it's really the fringe on both sides right like it's really the fringe on the left and the fringe on the right that, that you know the fringe on the right want charlotteville the fringe on the left you know when the the hats in dc yeah. right and and those two would never get along but for most of us in the middle we re- like we deserve our own party or we at least
0: deserve two sides of our own party do you think we should start looking into being like policy based is that like because yeah i mean yes yes and no
1: i mean yeah we, we do have to come to a consensus though like, at some point we have to figure out what what do we agree on you know like we have to agree like we got to go through this like I, I i had someone the other day on the phone we were talking about business and you know i was just like okay you know can we agree here? He's like, yes. Can we agree here? Yes. Can we agree here? Yes. Yeah. All right. So I was like, so your complaint isn't <laughs> it isn't whether or not I'm right or you're wrong because obviously you're wrong. The problem is cost, mm. and I was like, we need to work on cost then. Let let so let's not pretend that these are the, these other issues are the issues. Cost is the issue. Mm. So I was like, let's table this conversation. Let's go through the weekend, and then I'll call you back this week, and we can discuss cost because that's the real problem. And that's the problem where we are in our country. The problem really isn't, it isn't abortion. It isn't drugs. We don't give a fuck about people being strung out on drugs in this country. We don't give a good goddamn about people being strung out on drugs in this country. We really don't. Yeah. What we care about is, uh, well, I mean, am I safe? Where are they doing drugs at? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's what we care about. And it's like, we need to start having more honest and more open and more frank conversations about Mm. what is it that we really don't like, right? Like, it, like, is the issue really a woman's right to choose or is it something else, right? Like, is, yeah. it, is, is it is it coming out of your pockets? Yeah. Is that what it is, right? Because if it's cost, that's a conversation we can actually have because a woman's right to choose should not be a conversation that a bunch of men, are, you know, old because, men, yeah. sitting around is discussing.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so that's where I stand with that. Hey, man. Good episode, man. Hey, we did the thing. We did what we were supposed to do. Y'all <laughs> know how we get down. Um. What's coming up next? Let them know. Hey, uh, everybody knows Fortypreneur. It will be out soon.
1: Launching that website. So all entrepreneurs between 35 and 50. Man, we can't wait to talk to you. And really, um, you know, shit, give y'all a promo on, on what y'all doing out there. Because y'all are doing some big and amazing things.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And um, y'all be on the lookout. I got some shirts that's about to be coming out. Uh, it's going to take a little minute because I'm selling them to photographers first. Then I'm going to open it up to entrepreneurs. But Y'all nice. like it. Trust me on that. Um, make sure y'all follow us on Facebook, hop on, uh, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, we we're everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, if you if, if there's a podcast, we on there, baby. Hey, go subscribe and we'll make it happen. We're gonna holler at y'all next time. Holler boy.